0: and like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. Thanks, and enjoy the show.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Peter Mingles calling. I am running The Dash Radio show solo today. My co-host, Dawn Wright-DeVance, is not going to be around, and I am waiting for our guest speaker to be calling in from way far away. This is Hardar. She's going to be on the phone in just a little bit as we go through some technical difficulties, perhaps, getting her on. But I am here to say thanks for being here at The Dash. We started The Dash Radio, for those people that are unfamiliar with it, sometime late December. When I said to Dawn, I said, Dawn, we have to get your voice heard again. And we wanted to do a radio show. So what started off as a few hours actually turned into being a whole radio station, and we're filling up the spots on the radio station. But when we were thinking about doing a radio show, we were thinking about a theme and branding, and one of our thought processes collectively was the concept of we wanted to make a difference and help fulfill people's lives. Now, a while back, my dad had passed away, and I was um, obviously... uh, remorseful, I guess is the word. I don't know. It's kind of, you know, it kind of stinks. That kind of stinks. It stinks when those things happen. And I remember, obviously, being attracted to a little poem that I read about the dash. And the dash is on the tombstone for those people that make tombstones, somewhere um, right in between your date of birth and the date that it's all over. And for some people it's a long dash, and for some people it's a short dash, but it's for everything in between. And I remember when my dad passed and my mom was building the tombstone or making the tombstone, I said, Mom, whatever we do, can we do something? Like, can he get a bigger dash? I mean, can we make a bigger dash? And the tombstone guys don't do bigger dashes, so the reality was is, nope, he's got a dash just like everybody else. But in the same aspect... Only a few people know what was there, and many of us, including many of you that are listening on the phone, are doing things on a regular basis that really do make a big difference in people's lives. So my commitment, my request, my everything is that every day you do something to make a difference. So if today is the last one, at least you could say, you know what? It's a good day. So regardless of where it is, more than less likely, I've always learned, if I took all of my issues, put them in a paper bag, and asked somebody to grab them, and they put all theirs in the same paper bag, and I could perhaps grab them, I would probably wish that I had my own back. So in reference to that, we are here, and we are grateful, and we're running a radio show. Now, as far as that's concerned, our radio show guest might be running a little bit late, and if is around, able to spin some records, maybe, just maybe, he could buy us a few minutes of time as we spin a record for Hadar, who runs a... We have our guest on the line. So, Hadar, are you here? Oh, I think she was, maybe not. Oops, I think we're going to connect her. Hold on one second, Alex. I think, I think, I think, Hadar, is this you? Hello? Hi. Hey, is this Hadar? Uh, My name is uh, Hugh. I'm calling from Virginia. Hey, Hugh, I think we were not sure if it was you or if it was our guest speaker coming in. So I'm going to unmute you just for a second, and we're going to go see if I can find her. But did you have any – your first name is you. Yes, H-U-G-H. Uh-huh. Hey, did you have any questions for Hardar when she comes in? Well, I just came across your show I'm actually a global visionary, and I'm bringing new paradigms in the blessed mankind and truth and transparency. Wow, we'll be- that sounds kind of neat. Yeah, that sounds kind of neat. So I'm going to put you on hold for a second while we go get her, and Wonderful. Then we can and we can actually, um, if it's okay with you, I will make sure we write down your number and we can have you as on one of our speakers. Oh, that would so, be fantastic! It yeah, sounds like you have interesting stuff. Hold on one second, and we're going thank to thank go you very deep. much. You're welcome. So hold on one second before you drop off or go anywhere else. I was not sure. We're waiting for our gal to come in from Israel. And, um, or the UK, wherever she happens to be today. And I think she's coming in right now. So we're going to just make sure we have this. There we go. Sorry for all those people that heard me writing. And I'm going to mute you out. So you, you'll be right back. Okay. Let's see. I don't want to hang up on you. There we go. I'm going to mute you out. And I think we have Hadar. Hadar, are you there yet? Oh, shoot. We have a 661 caller. Well, nothing like live radio, Axel, we have a 661 caller. Is there a 661 caller here? I don't want to mute out the wrong people, and Alex or Axel, if you are around, she can't get on. Nope, she can't get on. So here's what we're going to do. I am going to buy a little bit of time and I'm going to mute out whoever's on 661. So I apologize for whoever I'm muting out. We have a guest speaker that's supposed to be here from the UK and she is not able to make it in or she's coming in from Israel. And if you know anything about technical challenges, she's having some technical challenges. And I suppose maybe when you're across that big big, uh, body of water, sometimes those things happen. So we're gonna take a second break and we're gonna see if we can have Mr. Axel spin another one of Hadar's records. And uh, Axel, whenever you're ready, let's go for it. and I'm hoping we're going to be able to hear our guest speaker. Hadar, are you there? (laughs) Hadar. Mr. Axel, who is our button pusher. I have no idea what buttons we need to push to be able to hear her. So if you can help push some buttons, Hadar. She hears us, but we don't hear her. Well, is she saying something? He's typing to me. So for all of those people that are listening in, she is here. I'm gonna just push some buttons over here and maybe we can refresh this screen. And maybe what we see isn't really there. So here we go again. I'm gonna put sorry for everybody listening in as we work through our technical challenges. Let's go see if we can kinda break this computer over here. Hadar, can you hear us? Hadar, hadar, hadar. Oh this kind of stinks. So, for all of you, Hadar, I apologize. Ah, let's see, I'm wondering why in the world we can't hear her. Mr. Axel, if you can come up with any concept of why, I am not so sure. So we have a busted show. So here's the scenario that I've learned a long time ago as we try to figure this out. Hadar, maybe you can drop off and try to call back in, and maybe the second time around the audio is actually going to take as far as the income so we'll be able to hear your speech. Otherwise, we'll have to try to figure out what else we might be able to do to get you on. So, for all those people listening in, hey, my background was in sales and sales management. I can't tell you how many times perhaps I started a demo and something happened. A microphone wouldn't work or equipment wouldn't turn on and stuff like that, and we had to improvise. So, my apologies for those people. But I've also learned that if I stick with it and I'm a little bit persistent, many times what happens is we can fix whatever's broken. And as we fix whatever's broken, um, she'll be able to come back in and she'll be able to listen in. she's not calling in locally So we're using whatever she might be using in a foreign country and that might be part of the issues The technology sometimes work and by definition that means it doesn't work sometimes as well and she's using Skype <clears throat> So for all those people that are using Skype, it's not necessarily the best method boat when it might be one of the only ones you got, that's probably what's happening over here. So we're either rebooting computers or whatever. But Mr. Axel, if you have another record to spin, because we will give her a little bit of time to come on, we'll spin another record, otherwise we're going to punt on this one and we'll come up with another topic. So Mr. Axel...
2: Drunken down the escalator In a second, make the train to Friday night out on the town All the city's kings and clowns Boys with fringes and a hoodie tease the girls are getting moody Bout in shorts, cuz high heels up Down the platform, mind the girl Queen of the Underground From the tunnels end, sounds like a familiar friend singing, and you know the tune. Touching as you pass him, if you're happy, sad or blue, you know that she just sings for you. Empty metropolitan, you will never be alone. Queen of the underground. The underground. She's queen of the underground.
1: All right, we are back, and I think we do have our guest speaker on our call tonight. So, Hadar, I think I heard you say hello somewhere in the middle of your song.
0: Hello, hello. Can you hear
1: me? I can hear you just perfectly. Matter of fact, I can hear you better than we've ever heard you before. (laughs) So that's a a good thing. Now, for those people that are listening, yeah, for those people that are listening in, um, you heard a classic example of what it's like for the show will go on. We just kind of kept going, realizing that we'll eventually be able to get you here and we um, had an opportunity to listen to a few of your songs. So thanks for the perseverance to be getting here. And what country are you calling from?
0: Oh, I'm in London, UK now.
1: London, the UK now. Okay, good. So we knew you are on the other side of a big body of water trying to get through, and I'm glad you, I'm glad you finally made it. So thanks for being <laughs> here. Get, uh, Dawn was not able to come on the call, and then we were able to listen to a few of your songs while you're on your way in. One of the songs, uh, first of all, I love your music, but one of the songs was in a language that I don't understand, and it was great. But it was—I'm not really sure what the song was about. So I—I I love the music and I love your voice and I—we love everything about you. But what was that song? And it, it's and I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. So I'll spell it. It was starts off with D R O R, and then a new word is Y-I-K-R-A. So like it's whatever that is, Yikra. What was that
0: song about? Yeah. Uh the whole Ikara It's a traditional song. It's um, it's very old Hebrew actually, and um, I mean it's really old. Um, and always means freedom, and ikara is um, will call. It's like freedom will call a girl and a boy. It's a wedding song, I think, and um, um, it's one of those songs that just stayed, you know, stayed forever. And I've I've always Wanted to cover it um, There are a lot of um, covers for it And um, I, I just One day I just, deci- I just decided To sit down and learn it And, and I'm, I'm really happy I did it Because um, I, I think it's a beautiful song So <laughs> I, enjoy. great... I enjoyed recording
1: It was a great song I don't understand the language And I could hum along So it was, re- it was really really nice But I wasn't sure it what really I was nice. humming
0: so it's it's very old, you know, and and it's a little bit like listening to, you know, I mean it's older than Shakespeare, obviously, but you know it's that kind of language where I mean it's sort of you can understand the idea. It it talks about, you know, um, it's about love between a girl and a boy, and it's about um how oh, um God will take care of you and rest on the Shabbat day, and um, it's um it's a wedding song, and it's just you know it has all sorts of like um. You know, pictures of of, um, basically very calm, happy um, marriage, I think, um, and a connection with God. This is one of the spiritual um, um, traditional songs, really.
1: Excellent. Well, I'm glad we got a chance to pick it. That was the second song that we did. So as we were waiting for you with the technical challenges to be coming in, I'm glad that you persisted and came. So we had some challenges the first time we tried to catch you on, and I know it's later on at night over by where you are. It's probably five hours after Eastern time where you are right now, but a lot of people may not have been able to hear a little bit about your background and how you got started playing music and what's happening with you. So can you give us the few-minute commercial on who you are and where we find some of your music? I'm on your Facebook page right now and things like that. So give us some contact information for those people that want to hear your great voice again, Will they'll be able to connect with you.
0: Um, well, first of all, uh, um, I would love um, – uh to have you guest on my website which is hagar dot com. That's H A D A R Mana M A N O R like a manor has, dot com. And um I also have a Facebook page which is uh Hadamono Music. Um and it will be great to see you there. And Twitter is Hadamano. All you have to do is remember how to spell my name and <laughs> I'm <Yep>. I'm there. <laughs> um but it is um it is a foreign name and uh, so i would have to sort of like okay um you spell it how you spell it um which is um h a d a r and my surname is m a n o r and um i mean I, I i live in the uk i've been living here for um uh 13 years now I'm, i was brought up in israel but i um um i left um after the army, you now we did this army service, compulsory army service, and I went travelling and I ended up in the UK, and I did a lot of uh, busking and playing on the London Underground, and um, then I was very fortunate. There was a competition. It was It is licensed in London. You uh, you get a license. to an audition to get a license um, to busk and. Um, um, I was very fortunate to win um, um, an award for uh, Queen of the Underground, which is why I wrote that song um, that you played earlier. Uh, and um, it was really nice. It was basically a competition for all, all the buskers on the London Underground. And uh, it was great. You know, It was, just, uh, it was quite an honor, really. Um, well,
1: thanks. I'd like to, like to go back to a little bit of your roots. You grew up in Israel. Yeah. And then you know I I don't know a lot about what it's like to live in Israel, but I do know that their culture is somewhat similar, but you know, in many ways different from us. And for all the new people that are here uh, and maybe listening in, you said it, but they might not really know what that means. But as a teenager, you had to put two years into the equivalent of compulsory military service. Is that more or less like the way it is? Yeah, it's compulsory. Yes, it is
0: definitely and it's uh I uh, it's two years well it's, less, it's just less than three years for for girls and three years for boys I um I en- ended up being a lieutenant so um a lieutenant I think it's in America and um I was um I had to serve for three years I, I gave him another year um so I was there for three years from 18 till 21 you're 18 when you join very young
1: so from 18, your life takes a direction where you're doing this compulsive military service, and then after that, you did a little bit of traveling, and then eventually you have wound up in Israel, uh, in uh, the UK.
0: Yeah, I so when? In were
1: you, right. Were you playing music um, before 18, and then after 18? When did you pick? When did the music stuff start to happen?
0: No, I, I never did. I mean, it was always my dream, but I just thought, you know, everyone wants to be a singer and not everyone I know but it's just one of those dreams that you know, they're very big and I just never never really thought that I'm um, never really I didn't know I, I wasn't brought up um in a musical uh, background and um was very academic you know my 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 family was always really you know trying to point me in that direction you know and um so i was you know i was i was in i think i was twenty i can't remember twenty two twenty three or whatever i don't know um i when i started playing i didn't play guitar and I, and i and I just met this you know, I met people and they showed me a couple of chords. And when I started busking, really, I I, I knew about three three and a half so uh, songs and and chords. And then, so I was really quite blagging it, you anyway, know. But um, but yeah, you know, you learn and you do the work, then.
1: Right. So you <laughs> self taught self-taught where most people at you know even in 22 they're thinking that maybe I couldn't learn a new instrument so self-taught you started to do that and then you found more of your passion was probably in you all the time and then what were the circumstances for a gal to leave her homeland and then eventually show up in the UK (laughs)
0: yeah um, it was hard you know It, it was it was a very difficult time for me I don't really um, I don't get to talk about it In that way A lot Because it's always Because things turn up really well In the end You know But that time Being on my I mean being on my own Just arriving Here in London It's such a busy city so big And um, And not having much Just a dream You know And And No I didn't even know I didn't know anyone Or anything like that I, But I just you know, I just had that belief. I just knew it. I just knew that I could make something. I can, I can, I can do something. I, I just had that strong sort of vision, and um, and that carried me through, really.
1: So it was courage and perseverance and willing, in essence, to work with a certain level of uncertainty. Because if you left your if you left your homeland, went to a new location, new country, although the language obviously you could speak the language, so there wasn't too much of a a real barrier. That was a real big stretch for you. And then, then obviously, and you know everybody's got a story, so I'm sure you have plenty of um, stories to be able to tell. The different things you had to do for survival, and the stuff that you tried, and the stuff that you didn't work out, and then what actually happened, and how did you settle into music, and do you do music? Full time for income as well, or is there other things that you do
0: um i well, I did for a long time, you know when I was busking it was i just that 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 was my sole income um i'm i'm I've got a young um toddler now, so I'm at home mostly, so um this is sort of like another job <laughs> that I have being a mom, which I love very much. Um, but I still I'm I I am a professional musician and I uh, have my home studio now. I record at home. Um, I did some some stuff for films. I write for people. Uh, this is what I do, really. This is how I. This is how I. This is what I do. This is how I define myself. Um, which is just how I always wanted it to be, really.
1: Well, that's neat. Now we we have a tendency to find guest speakers that work a lot from home and, and maybe it's just the nature of the people that we attract, but it's great that you as a mom can now and I I've read your blog about unconditional love and what that meant <laughs>
3: <laughs> So, so you kind of have to read her blog you
1: have to read her Facebook and her blog thing to understand what that means. So we'll drive a little bit of traffic over there. But as a mom you get a chance to do some of the most important things obviously when you're working from home. And your schedule isn't always your own sometimes especially if you have children, but it, but you get you get a chance to figure it out. So how fulfilling is it for you that as a musician you could also do a lot of the stuff and be a mom, too. So is that, like, part of the whole, like, wow, I'm actually living my dream. I get a chance to do what comes naturally for me, do something you're really good at, and make a very big difference in a very important person's life. So how about that as far as, like, being able to work from home?
0: No, it, it, it is great. And, you know, it's when you, I listen to you say it, and, you know, sometimes you need reminding, but it is it is like, like that. And, um, you know, I was... I was very worried for a long time that when I start family, it will um, influence my career, you know, and um, it will take over, and I didn't know if I would be able to balance it. But the truth is that um, since I had Leo, okay, maybe not the first few months, but um, it is, you know, I'm more creative than I ever was. And um, it, it 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 isn't easy. I'm not going to say it's easy because you do have you know his he, first priority. But um, it's nice because he's part of all aspects of my life. So you know if I have to write the song now, I'm doing this project um, the year and now, and it's a song for every month. And now we're coming to the end of um, this month, April, and I have to write the song. So. But I, you know, so so I'm just out in the garden with him, you know, writing the song. So he's part of it. It's not like I have to lock myself in an office or a studio and write it. It's just an organic part of our life, you know, and I think that's nice because it would be part of his life when he grows up. Whatever he wants to do, you know, I think it helps. It would help his character probably to just. not separate yourself from the work you do, but this is how this is what you do, it's who you are, you know.
1: Absolutely. Now we're gonna play a song called Emperor in just a little bit. So can you share with us some background about this song?
0: Um I think Emperor was about um um it's just basically you know, there's so much information at the moment and we are flooded by so many pictures and, you know, and you, you sort of go online and you see within 10 minutes, you see so many things from all over the world some, and then get exposed to things that aren't really, you know, you might not want to see or it you know, you sort of floods your head. And I, I think that really interferes with, a creativity, but also it sort of gives a very different picture of and maybe distorted picture of life. And um that's why when I wrote Emperor it was and also, you know, the fact that there's like cameras everywhere. You know, C C T V and so life is so different at the moment than it was even five years ago. And um so that's that's how I come, came to write Emperor. And that's why so I think one of one of the lines is um look out when you're near a window, give a big smile full of light because you never know when they're taking pictures from a satellite. Yeah, that's how it was. Because it's all about, you know, we're always, you know, you live, I live in a in city, I always feel like there's, you know, you go out and there's always a camera somewhere. And sometimes if right. you do wonder... Right, well...
1: The- in essence, you're, you're right. I've read a little bit about that country, and they have a I like almost every inch. It seems like is almost like videotaped at every time. So there's not much privacy of many things. So we're going to hear about that song. We're going to come back on the other side. We're going to talk a little bit more about that, and then I'm going to squeeze you a little bit, Hadar. What's happening at the end of April? Because you know it's almost, <laughs> it's
3: almost it's almost the end of April.
1: So we're going to come back. All right. So let's play that song. We'll be right here.
2: You know we'll tie you down Ignorance is bliss sometimes Cause the emperor's new clothes Is reality for most It's a free world after
3: all On the right
2: side of the wall But the fish will never dream Little pond is swimming in. Look up when you're near the window. Give a big smile for of light. Cause you never know when they're taking pictures on the sides of light. I'm not looking. i
1: Wow, what a great song Okay, you are back with the Dash Radio This is Peter Mingles I'm doing this solo today with our guest Hadar Manor So mm-hmm. Hadar is um, a, a speaker that's coming calling in from the UK Has Israeli backgrounds and is a mom And she put some unbelievable pressure on herself to start some I'm sure occasionally you probably say some ridiculous project Of coming out with a new song every month (laughs) have you ever said that to yourself (laughs) i think i heard your is it your husband in one of the videos that kind of like says you know you always get like this towards the end of the month because you kind of do your your thing so where did that come from as far as like the pressure you put yourself on coming up with like a new creative song every single month um
0: well um when i had my um uh, my son um, and I knew I was going to be at home. My um, my goal was to get my studio. It was always my dream to have a studio at home because I always used to go and record at other people's um, studios and to learn how to operate everything. Because I, I used to produce, but just behind someone's back, someone else was engineering it, so I didn't know how to keep the and all that. So that was my aim, and I did it in 2012. But then I was like, okay, now I have to learn how to. I got all the equipment. I now I have to learn how to operate this um you know this um sheet basically how how what what's going to ha- happen so I was thinking I'm I'm sure I can do it so I basically um I put out this um song called my wish it was at the end of um, 2012 and it was um about my wish for the new year you know so it was like new year's resolution and sort of um with little um my husband Adam is a is a photographer, a brilliant photographer. So it was basically a montage of pictures from our lives and the year that has gone and everything. And the response was great, it was brilliant. It seemed to have sort of really caught people's imagination. So I so thought, that would be great. Maybe I'll do another one for um for that was for December, so I'll do another one for January. So I did one for January and um <clears throat> I then <laughs> um commit. i, I made a, made a commitment on my email to all my friends and all the people that are on my mailing list to write a song for every month um about the month um so um um and produce it and do, and do a little video and um record it all do it all by myself every month so this is what I'm doing now so then I did I did January then I did February so I'm like okay I have to do March so I did March and April's here and I believe it's um it's it's, it's nearing um the end of it so
1: <laughs>
0: it needs to happen.
1: <laughs> well if you didn't put a deadline on it it would never get done. So yeah, how would it, you yeah. so maybe we can help you with the creative process. So
0: what it is, is it that you
1: yeah, but so, so what is it that you usually write it about? Is it about a specific thing that might be happening then? Is it about the seasons, like the weather? Is it about maybe something that would happen with a child in a school? Or or do you kind of like wait until something kind of makes roots and then kind of develop it from there?
0: Well, yeah, I think it's a little bit of everything, really, because it's got to be um, It's sort of like a little, you know, it's a little... Um, sort of a window from my life you know I always believe that when you write it has to be real whatever you write about so of course you don't write okay I woke up this morning went to the supermarket because that would be quite mundane but you know we have to sort of write from true place that's why I can't really write now for May or June or July because it needs to be about the month and about how I felt and you know, March we had um terrible weather. You think it gets sort of sunny but it you know, it just snowed all the time and I had some situation with someone and it's sort of like I sort of wrote the lyrics, you know, about some you know, it was a little bit about someone laying you down So it was like a cold surprise like snow in March. And really it did snow in March because it so it just felt like this, you know, it's just putting the picture together. So same for this month, you know, it, it's um, it's really how to make all these bits from your life into something that is right. Um, well, we, we can help oh, you I with think. the
1: procrast. We can help you with the procrastination part because it's not finished yet, so it's okay. still a work in progress.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so you might
1: need another couple of days If you know what I mean If we need some help with the procrastination
3: But uh, uh,
1: but okay So the weather hopefully is getting a little bit nicer Over in the UK So I don't know if yeah. if you guys have the same seasons That we do over there But obviously it's going to be the 24th over there I still have a yeah. couple of good days left And usually what I have always found Is that once I get started The hardest part is getting started and then once you kind of get started on a project, you can usually start start to whip through it. Many times I can get done in just a couple of hours, which sometimes it might seemingly feel like it took a couple of weeks. There's, there's something magical about that deadline. So I don't know what it would be like in your life, but, you know, over here in the States, we had something happen to us with the Boston Marathon that we're mm-hmm. not we're not used to that stuff. I mean, we really are the spoiled i'm not speaking for everyone but we are really spoiled in the regard of innocently not having to deal with a lot of the things that happened maybe even in your homeland with yeah. you know things like terrorism or things like even worrying about safety and we've been marked forever as a result of what happened with whatever happened at the boston marathon whatever the causes were but that certainly is going to be a defining moment for a lot of people here in the United States, so if you're thinking about running, writing something about defining moments or anything else like that, certainly in the states we are definitely uh, we, we we definitely had an awakening in a negative sense, and we were somewhat protected from that um, for the longest time since 9/11. So yeah. anyway, so that that's something that happened here for a lot of us. So if you want to blend that into any one of the songs, as far as an awakening or something, how the innocence was lost. It certainly was lost over here for a lot of people. Um, Back to stuff relative to you. You have um, your music. You have your um, studio now. You have all the things that you need. You have plenty of motivation, obviously, with the family and your wonderful husband, being able to take the pictures and everything else like that. Talk to us about what it's like as far as the environment that musicians have now to really be able to go out there and uh, perfect their craft, Years ago, like you said, you had to go to a studio to have some things done. Years ago, you you couldn't have any of your stuff heard across the world as easily as we have now with all the different Internet tools like YouTube and all the other ones that you probably know about relative for musicians. So talk to us about the environment that people are out right now where you can take talented people like yourself and then share your music to the world. What are some of the tools that you use and what's out there?
0: Well, I think it's great because it makes everything more democratic because obviously before um, it was the labels that made the decision what you're going to hear on the radio or what's going to be out there, what's the new trend, whereas now, although it does still happen, you don't have to listen to the radio, the main channels. You, You know, the choice is there and you can find so much music out there that is, you know, it's all, it is overwhelming, but it's, it's all out there and it's great because, um, also you get to see as an artist what works and what works less, you know, and um, you sort of get a dialogue which is a direct dialogue uh, with people, um, which I find really exciting because, um, because that's what it's all about, you know, um, writing songs is basically just, um, the gift is to be able to. Make other people feel through the words that you write, through the things you know, that you sing, you know, and um, and to be able to to do it in such a direct way that someone in Australia, you know, would be listening to us now, and or anywhere in the world.
1: And um, you find that? I find that absolutely unbelievably fascinating. The idea yeah. that, you know, we could be having our conversation right now. I'm in my residence, you're in yours. And then you could, you know, maybe play something or come out and get instant feedback. I mean, you could do your music for the end of the month and get instant feedback from somewhere worldwide. Um, yeah. And that, to yeah. me, is just absolutely flat out, unbelievably incredible. So yeah. what tool, What tools do you use? So is there, like, certain software that you like to use to be able to do this stuff? Is there certain every use that you find, like, to be better? Is YouTube better than maybe something else? Or what are some of the goodies that you might be able to share with people that are interested in learning?
0: Um, I think what people, um, for a start, I think, as I mentioned before, I think people really appreciate real stuff. I mean, and when I say real, it doesn't have to be real. Like, right? it needs to be um you know, it's like when I make, as you say, YouTube. YouTube is great because you can just upload your video. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be perfect anymore. You know, going on the days where you have to have this music video that is a story and a narrative. Because, um, you know, even I put this sort of home videos. Because, you know, I did I did want to have those sleek videos for a while. But then, you know, when I put those, out those home videos, obviously I edit them and give them... Direction, but they seem to have the best reaction because people get to to see the real, you know, the real me and, and the real life. And um, and um, when you see something real, it makes you feel good. You know, it makes you sort of feel good about yourself because you know everyone's close. Well, I you think know, it helps. People.
1: Yeah, I think it helps build a relationship with the artist that you normally wouldn't have when they were just up on stage. I remember when I'm a I'm novice at this stuff. My background was in sales and sales management, and I spent most of my time away from the radio, radios and televisions with things for other people that weren't committed to their goals. You know, we'd say things like, you know, I threw out my television, and I don't even listen to the radio. I'm listening to, you know, the major speakers, Brian Tracy, Zig Ziglar, all those types of things. And I found that that was very good for the focus that I needed at that time. But I lost the digital experience. So when I started to actually like, see YouTube, I'm like, how are they going to be able to do this? There's just no way, because bandwidth was expensive, and then they go out there and do it. And then I remember watching some covers of some major, you know, major artists, and people are doing what they call, I guess, the covers, and it was really a trip to find a lot of people actually, wait a minute, they're singing from their bathroom. I mean, there's a person next to a toilet. There's shampoo bottles in the background I thought that was just like so real So I like the comment That you made about You know you don't have to worry about being perfect You can be you And really like this The people that I watch that they're singing However they might be singing wherever they are They have a real connection to total strangers That they would have never had Before if it was just them And a band on a stage You know playing at a rock concert So I totally yeah, understand that
0: yeah, and you have this sort of uh, vision, you know, uh, of 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 someone being on stage, that everything looks so glamorous and so unreal, and it's it's cool because you want to have that sort of, um, you know, one hour, two hours of um, sort of fantasy, fantasy, or you know, it it is it's great, but it's also nice to see a real side to things and something that is a bit, you know, you can relate to it from. Um, you know, it's like eye level, really. So, and I mean, you know, I I bust for years. Um, so you, I I I used to play to people. You know, I was a street musician, you know. And um, um so for me, um, it was a lot about that, really, rather than you know. It, someone said to me the other day about playing in Wembley Stadium. And i so, so 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 smiled and but then I thought, I don't actually know about playing if it really suits me because my music is quite intimate and you know what I mean, and as you say, you have the op- the option now you have the opportunity you can sit there in your bathroom with your shampoo bottles and play a song and put it on video and put it to youtube and any anyone and everyone can see it right, <laughs> you know and you can have a million hits in it and um Wembley Stadium is huge, but there's no, you can't get a million people into Wembley Stadium.
1: I find it, I find it really different and in a very positive way how I could build a relationship, if you will, with that individual that might be doing whatever that song is, even though it seems like it's only one way, it does feel a little bit like it's two ways. So in the dysfunctional way that I just said that, in, it, there still seems to be a relationship that is established with your fan base that you would have never had any other way because when i go to your facebook page i can see your son and you know i saw the the little kibitzing between you and your husband before one of your songs and <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was just so classic and so so nice it was just like wow and even though it sounds like it might not be perfect you know relative to a recording studio it was absolutely perfect for the environment that it was in so, I thoroughly, enjoy, I thoroughly enjoy all the really cool things that you're doing. Okay, so we have April coming up. Um, I, we've learned about your background. For those people that are listening in one more time, I want people to be able to find where you are. We have you on the-radio.com. So, for all those people that are listening in, you could always find sources and resources over at the-radio.com. But if they wanted to find you directly, I'm looking at one of your websites, the one for Facebook is facebook.com forward slash your name, music. So it's H-A-D-A-R-M, like Manor, A-N-O-R, music. So it's facebook.com forward slash your name, Hadar Manor, and then music. And then we have which other ones? You have...
0: Well, you can go on my website and then... um... Uh, that's hadarmana.com, really straightforward, so H-A-D-A-R, mana, like the mana house, M-A-N-O-R. And um, if you're interested in that, um, getting April song and May and June and what after, um, you can always sign up to the mailing list. Um, that's always um, always great to have new people on the mailing list. Um and yes, this is um uh, this is where I am. Um and Twitter as well. Hada Mana. But mainly Facebook and my website would be the place, I think.
1: Excellent, excellent. Now, because a lot of us um are that home based business evangelists or the home based entrepreneur type of a person, can you share with people that might be listening in as we kinda of close this up, um that maybe give us a little motivational rah-rah speech of people that might not know that they had it in them. You are a woman of tremendous courage for when you left your homeland and struck out on your own. And someone who has dealt with the inevitable adversities of what that really feels like. So can you share with people, help people, um, how do I say, act on the courage that they might be feeling. Uh, They're holding back a little bit. Maybe they're not chasing their dreams. Maybe they're stuck. In a little bit of a funk, so can you give us the little rah-rah speech that says, "Come on, man, go out there and get a make a difference."
0: Um. Yeah, <laughs> I think the first, thing, <laughs> of course, I can. <laughs> um, I think the first thing is to know what you want. That's the most important thing. If you know what you want, I mean, half of the work is done. But um, that search is the one that you have to spend most time on, because <clears throat> Um, you know you need to know where you're aiming before you even get you know before you where you what's your destination if you don't know the destination, how do you know how to get there i mean and so once you know what you want um, it's very important to make a a road map and I think it's very important as well to visualize i think visualizing is amazing it's the most amazing tool um and just you know just um that's what i was i was Um, Do and I used to do I just had a picture in my mind Of how I want my life to be Or how I want the next thing to be And what would I feel like And what would people say And what would be What would I see around me And what would I hear And what would I smell And you know all the senses That really really helps helps me Um, Excellent
1: And then how do you conjure up the courage To go out there and do it every day um, you
0: just, you know, we build mountains stone by stone, I think, you know, if, if we move mountains stone by stone, something like that, you just do it bit by bit, you can't really, you just have to do it bit by bit, if, um, if, you, if you if you can't see how you get, you're going to do the whole thing and just... Think okay, what's the next stage? What's the next stage? What's the next? And you know, we just gotta remember that people are people. We all have embarrassing moments, and we all have moments where we are down, and everybody cries, and you know, the people are just people. We're all sensitive inside, no matter what. And when I had my my little baby boy, you know, I looked at him, and he was so tiny, and I thought each and every one of us is like this one, you know, so. We're all kind of like we're just people. So so, so once you remember that, it's there's less fear, I think.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for the words of inspiration. Thanks for the perseverance for getting on this call, and we will definitely keep in touch. You guys have been listening to Hadar Manor with um, hadarmanor.com. dot com, and then if you go to the website on the radio dot com, you're going to be able to see some of the other resources as well. And Hadar, thanks for being able to make it on our line. So thank you well, thank very you much very as nice usual. For having yep. you. We'll let Axel close it up. Thanks again, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the show. At The Dash, we know that your time is precious, and your choosing to spend it with us means a lot. To
0: get reminders for our live shows, click follow on the top of any show.
1: Also, subscribe to our blog for articles, inspirations, and great products and services for your ever-growing business at thedashradio.com.
3: For upcoming mobile experience, text DASH to 37404. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the DASH radio.
1: Again, thanks for spending some of your DASH with us. We look forward to talking with you again soon.